Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig's straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts help deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are. Hey folks, it's Randy Wilburn here with another episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. So excited to be with Mark Zweig. We are winding up our recordings for 2016. Uh, we're, um, the um, holiday period is upon us and there's a bunch of eggnog flowing and cider and all kinds of good stuff happening. But we know a lot of you are still hunkering down to get some work done before the end of the year. Um, Recently, Mark wrote an amazing article on board of directors, and I actually had a chance to sit in with Mark um, in one of the sessions that we did at our hot firm conference this past September in Phoenix, Arizona. And by the way, uh, as a side note, we are we will be having a hot firm in 2017, and that will take place in the beautiful city of Seattle, Washington. We'll be up in the Pacific Northwest throwing salmon around and eating salmon jerky and drinking Starbucks coffee and just generally having a great time with a ton of really talented people from the design industry. So if you count yourself among that group, please come and join us. Um, there'll be more information about the dates, uh, but it will be, I believe, the third weekend in September. Uh, we will be at the Fairmont Hotel in Seattle, Washington. Um, you can go to our website at zweigroup.com or um, hotfirm.com as well to get uh, information on the Hot Firm event. Um, we do, we, you, you can be a best firm to work for. You could be a hot firm. You could be a, a marketing and excellence award winner. Um, there are a number of different ways that you can participate. You can just come out and rub shoulders with a bunch of really successful uh, owners and practitioners in the design industry space. So really want to encourage you to be a part of that. And that's the end of my um, advertising rant for uh, the hot firm. And we'll be talking more about that in the future uh, on future episodes of this podcast. But today we do want to talk about board of directors and um, you know, is it time that you take a look at your board of directors and retool it? And I know in that one hour long session that Mark did, and there were some other people in there like George Christodoulo and and others that uh, have a lot of experience when it comes to uh, board of directors for the design industry. They have had a lot of really good practical advice and some things to think about. And so Mark is going to just share with us some of his simple thoughts about board of directors and how they should be set up properly and and what to do if your board of directors is really stagnant 
and some some ways that you can get the most out of those individuals that you've asked to provide insight and guidance uh, to your organization. So with that, uh, Mark Zweig, what do you what do you think about board of directors? Well, I think a lot of firms sort of view them as a necessary evil. It's just a typical sort of, you know, small company, privately held company mentality. Mm -hmm. And the result of that is they don't really get very good use out of their board of directors at all. Right. And instead, they just sit there and talk about the same stuff they'd focus on in any internal management meeting. Yeah. And that's not the point of it. Yeah. You know, you got to get the board should step away from the day to day management of the company. You know, and 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 try to take a look at where this business is trying to go in a in a macro sense. Mm-hmm. Not talk about what's happening. Why is the Dallas office not making money? Or, <laughs> you know, do we need to approve Joe's, you know, built-in GPS on his new F one fifty if he gets the convenience and luxury package, <laughs> and it adds twenty two dollars a month to his lease payment, or or whether that's the right thing or not, because Bob didn't get it on his F-150. Oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, I, I see this stuff, and it, it drives you insane. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's big stuff that they should be dealing with. You know, I mean, the board needs to deal with the stockholder well-being. It needs to deal with the, the strategic plan, making sure the right CEO is in place. Mm-hmm. Unplanned financial crises. I'm not talking about... The Dallas office hasn't been profitable for three months. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about major issues. Yeah. You know, um, those are the things the board needs to be doing. Yeah. So um, so let's let's kind of back up a little bit and just kind of think about, you know, establishing and setting up a board. And I know and you've talked specifically about this in your minds. What is the ideal size of a board? Oh, it varies. I mean, I don't know that I have an ideal size, but I will say this. If you've got 80 employees, you don't need 12 board members <laughs> or 15. That's ridiculous. Right. All shareholders should not automatically be on the board. Right. That's absurd. Okay. You know, I, I see some of these companies and they they look like they've got the board structure of, of General Motors or something. Yeah. And it's a 150 person company with vice chairman. And, you know, it, it's just silly. I mean, it really is. I mean, why do we need all those people in there? Every, you know, we need everybody to go back to work and sell some jobs and make some money and do something that somebody's willing to pay us for. Right. Uh, every turnaround I've ever done on any AE firm, and I say this, it, it's really true. They all had boards that had too many people on them that met too often, that met for too long, mm-hmm. and had ridiculous agendas that got into minutia every single time. It's always been a strategy. Let's cut it down to like five people. Let's meet once a quarter for four hours. Let's all just go back to doing work. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing is half or more of the agenda is devoted to reviewing the historical financial performance. Another idiotic thing. Right. Every board I ever got on, I encouraged them and I've been, I was successful in pretty much every case. And if I couldn't be, then I got off the board. Because I'm not going to waste my time like that. Right. But I was successful in getting them to send out the financials before the meeting. And then if we have any questions, we can ask them at the meeting. And 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 it saves so much time. So we can talk about stuff that, you know, supposedly your most strategic thinkers should be talking about. Right. 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 So, yeah. So it's, it's you know, like I said, I mean, it's, it's always it's kind of like that idea of working 
uh, on your business, not in it. You yeah, know, there's a it's a big difference there. So it's it's, it's true. What what um, so tell me a little bit about the makeup of a board. Um, what do you what are your thoughts of especially in the design industry? Bring it somebody a firm bringing in a board member that's from outside of the industry, maybe that has a different perspective. Is are are you for or against something like that? I like outside board members. I you know. Sometimes I've had some really good ones that came from outside the industry. Yeah. Sometimes I've had some good ones that came from inside the industry, but outside the company. Okay. They don't have to come from outside the industry. What I think makes for crappy board members are the firm's regular attorney and regular accountant. Right. No, we don't need them there. They're paid. They're not going to be objective because, you know, they're like de facto employees. Right. I've had more... Outside attorneys undermine M&A transactions that were clearly in the best interest of the owner yeah. because they, I think they, they knew whether consciously or subconsciously that they'd lose their client. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's terrible. I, it, you don't need those people on your board as your outsiders. I think a lot of times they get there because they, they tell the emperor what he wants to hear. Yeah. yeah. You, you need some people, you know, I like some successful people. We have some different perspective. I do like people from inside the industry. I've sat on boards of companies that were, you know, um, $30, $40 million companies where we had um, former CEOs of like the largest publicly traded AE firm in the nation Yeah, on their board. That's that's helpful. Yeah. They know a lot of people. They right. know a lot of stuff. Yeah. They've been, you know, they've got a lot of lessons to learn. I, I like being on boards with those people. Okay. All right. So what and I know you've mentioned I, I know you've told a couple of stories about some of the interactions that you've experienced with different boards. And um, what normally um, what when you have gone in to consult with a client, what's the first thing that you do to help them with their board of directors? I, again, I think it's it's just try to work on the agenda. OK. You know, the, the let's let's work on the you know, who's on the board. And then let's work on the agenda. Those are the two things. I mean, get the right kind of stuff on the agenda so we're not down in the micro weed area. Right, right. You know, right. which is is what the tendency of AE firms, excuse me, um, AE firms board members is to do, is to, to, to immediately get sucked into minutia. Okay. All right. And and then um, <clears throat> what, um, are, are you currently on any boards right now? I'm, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember. No, I've resigned from every board that I am uh, was on. Okay. Um, other than uh, one nonprofit, um, uh, which is a is a foundation, and then uh, one university uh, board. Okay. I say every board. Right. All for-profit enterprises at present. Not to say I would never do it again. Right. You know, I just, I, I, sometimes I feel like I need to focus on our businesses first. And yeah. that was really what led me to to leave the last board I was on, which is a great company. I started with them when they had eight employees and now they got several hundred. Right. And I was an owner there too, you know, so it was really great um, to see that success and kind of hard to leave. But nevertheless, I'm glad I did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then other ones, I think when you feel like you've sort of outlived your usefulness, then it's time to move on. Okay. What what practice have you seen in in this industry for people that bring outsiders in? Obviously, if 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 I work at a firm and I'm on the board, there's probably not any additional compensation. But what is the normal setup 
Uh, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, Mark, you know, we've got a couple of key people from the company that are on the board, but I also want to bring one or two outsiders to the board. Yeah. How, 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 how would I set that up or what would I, you? I've seen those people paid everything from a low of $1,000 for a meeting. Okay. To a high of maybe 50000 a year. Okay. Um, and sometimes you have opportunities to buy stock at reduced prices or they give you stock. Right. So I've had all those situations. I've never done it for a thousand dollars. Not mm-hmm. worth it to me. But I've been on boards where I made twenty or twenty-five thousand a year. Okay. And then in some cases, I also had a chance to get the stock at reduced rates, like yeah. maybe the prior year's price. You know. Um, so it, it varies. Okay. But you got to pay them something. But if you think about it, you couldn't get that level of talent. In no way. Yeah. No hell. No. No possible way. Right. Um, if you, you know, you, you couldn't hire those people as full-time employees, they're not going to come to work for you. Yeah. And you can get a lot of good out of them because they know a lot of people. I mean, I was on a board once where we started talking about a project in a state that was 1500 miles away from where the company was based. Mm-hmm. And one of the board members is like, oh, that's so-and-so. I know that guy. In fact, I'm going to be there next week. I'll go see him for you. Yeah. And we got the job. Yeah. And it was a huge job. Over $100 million construction cost. Wow. Which was a big job for this company. And it just never would have happened if it wasn't for this guy and the fact that he knew somebody there at the top. Yeah. Now, I, you know? I've heard you told that, tell that before. And again, I think that's important. That's a big takeaway for anybody listening in terms of, uh, you, you know, you want to choose people that are, you know, you want to get some winners on your board. People that really have foresight, that have kind of been there, done that, have been in the trenches, and uh, can come in and ultimately help you make a difference with your organization. Um, you know, if somebody's just excited to be on a board, but they're not going to lend anything to the conversation or help you uh, grow your company, that, that may not be the best appointment to make uh, when it comes to adding a board member. Yep. So, you know, I mean, that's it. But all right. Well, listen, I I just uh, that's that's some good information there. And and uh, again, I know that there are there are a lot of you listening in that have questions about setting up a board. And, and uh, you know, we 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 talk about that in some of our publications. Mark's always available to talk um, additionally about uh, boards and proper setups and the way to get the most utilization out of it. So certainly you, you're more than welcome to reach out to us. And, and, and I think I may try to convince Mark to do a Facebook live um, video about boards at some point in time in the future. We've got so many topics that we're going to talk about and discuss, but we'll, we'll certainly add that to the list. So in addition to this information and just reaching out to us at zwygroup.com, uh, we'll be more than happy to talk with you about the proper setup of a board for your organization and how you can make a difference by choosing the right people and having the right agenda and doing, um, you know, setting up the right meeting schedule to make your board make a difference for your organization. So, but uh, Mark, I want to thank you again for another great episode of the Zweig Letter podcast. Um, Folks, I just want to uh, just say that 2016 has been a great year. Um, This podcast probably will come out right after at the end of this year or the first of next year. But uh, we're really excited about what's going to happen in 2017. There's some new things going on and that we will be announcing in the coming weeks. 
that you will all be a part of and that you'll be able to to really kind of take Zwei Group wherever you go. Um, and, and hopefully it will make a difference in how you run your organization, how you work, um, whether you are a solo practitioner or whether you're an employee in a firm. But we're, we're just really excited to be a part of, uh, of your listening um, uh, enjoyment on a regular basis, uh, whether you're at the tread on a treadmill or out in the park taking a jog or whatever. We just appreciate you doing that. Love to get uh, any questions that you have. Reach out to us at zygroup.com. You can always email questions to info at zygroup.com. And you can always hit me up on Twitter at Randy Wilburn. And uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, get with Mark and we'll answer your questions that you may have. And we, we probably will do it right on um Right on, uh, right on this podcast in the near future. Also, got a f- last thing. I got a final gift for you: uh, the Zweig Letter six week subscription for free, electronic edition. Just visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com. We'll send you that uh, Zweig Letter uh, subscription electronically. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And there's a lot of stuff happening with the Zweig letter in 2017, as well as with all of our other products in 2017. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great year. Even if 2016 wasn't great for you, 2017 is going to be awesome. So thanks again. And I hope you guys have a a great day. And uh, we will talk with you next week here on the Zweig letter podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig letter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription to the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today. Subscribe today.